Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Seriously Fun with Katie and Sarah. I'm Sarah. And I'm Katie. Katie, what's up? Sarah, what's up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it whole is episode. January 19th. My mamaw's birthday. 2021. Tomorrow is the infamous Abby Johnson's birthday. Inauguration day? And it's also inauguration day. That's what I thought you were gonna say. And then you said the famous Abby Johnson's birthday. Oh <gasps> yes, she's. I'll turning... have to make a post with our one photo together. <laughs> she's turning thirty-five. Everyone. Wow. Actually, we do have a FaceTime screenshot from Sunday night. She of us <laughs> yes. watching the Saints game. She sent me that and explained to me that it was quite the time. It was. And I don't have any words to say about the Saints game. I would like to not discuss. I am not in a. We're not yet done. Um, emotional. Processing. What? We're not yet done processing what happened. Correct. Um, oh, I'll add that to my list of traumatic <laughs> events in my life. Um, I will say the this one thing. I will say this one thing. Um I will not accept Drew Brees' retirement until I hear the words from his mouth. The words have not come from his mouth yet. So in my heart and in my mind, he's going to play next season. Is that foolish? Probably. Do I care? Not at all. Um, Until I hear the words from his mouth, I will not accept it. Sarah, I think that's very fair. We should should do that with everyone. Until I hear from from, straight from the source. A life lesson. I think that's I think that's great I think that's great so that's where I'm at um I am gonna get a Drew Brees tattoo (laughs) um that's how I'm feeling and that's on that thanks guys so much for listening to to today (gasps) I couldn't even end the podcast as a joke okay (laughs) said absolutely not (laughs) you will um I have multiple questions okay and then I would like to talk about what you want to talk about that you apparently have been trying to talk about for the last two episodes and then and you never have. Right, guys. I want to talk about something. We'll get to it. Okay. I was, so, was going to foreshadow, but. Have you been to Rev in Baton Rouge yet? I have. I went yesterday. What were your thoughts? Okay. For those listening that don't know what Rev is. <laughs> Rev- Just, we never tell them what Rev is. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I mean, Rev. Um, yes, for those listening that don't know what Rev is, Rev is a coffee shop that is, was started in Lafayette. And there's two there, which I'm confused about still. I only know of one, the one downtown. I've never been to the other one. Um, and then for a while, Rev had a little spot in White Star Market, which was a restaurant in Baton Rouge that was kind of like a food court. And then mm-hmm. during COVID, White Star Market closed down. So yeah. AKA, no more Rev, blah, blah, blah. Rev just opened a new location in Baton Rouge. Where's and- it at? Okay, I'm about to explain. So it's, if you are a Baton Rouge local and you know the roads, or if you've ever heard of Bistro Bronze, Bistro Byron's. Bistro Byron's, it's on Perkins down there. Yeah, by Perkins. Perkins. If you're on Perkins going towards, not downtown, um, you would pass up Blue Bonnet. And then it's like the next like one or two lights. And it's like in this cute little... It's similar to Perkins Road, just like less developed, I would say. Mm-hmm. 
correct um much smaller but it's in there I did go yesterday they were doing free drip coffee all day and half price like they're like specialty drinks Mm -hmm. um so I went I got an iced cappuccino it was jam-packed like Nicole and I went and from the time we sat down to the time we left the line was like basically to the door Man. and people are just coming in and out it was really cute on the inside very aesthetic they had a lot of outdoor seating which i think is really Ooh, nice cool um yeah it was great i'm so excited welcome to the neighborhood yeah that's cool I, i've actually never been to rev when it was in lafayette i've been down there because when we used to go to dad dog for citywide yeah but like i never went to rev like why would i go to rev and so i just yeah. never went um so I'm excited next time I come to Baton Rouge to go to Rev. Now, can you clarify? Someone told me that Anthony, our friend Anthony, like is managing it. Is that true? Okay, I don't think he's managing it. I think oh, okay. this other guy, last name Campo, so, don't know his first name. Is he working at the BR Rev? I do believe Anthony will be working. Okay. Um, Anthony, if you're listening, can you confirm or deny? <laughs> Anthony, I don't think listening. Anthony is listening, but if you happen to be listening. Anthony, if you're listening, I hope you're having a great honeymoon. Oh yeah, that too. There, I didn't know. I didn't realize they were going to Nashville. I, okay, so I talked to Connor because she like swiped up on my story of my drink from Rev, and she was like, "Yes," and I said, "Tell Anthony to give me a job," <laughs> and she was like, "Wait, no, I actually apply. Like, I might be able to get it for you." And Stop. so I don't know if I'm gonna because that's yo. The first day I was in there was just so chaotic. I was like, I do not want to like I couldn't handle it but it's gonna calm down that's like when lighthouse opened I remember when lighthouse opened it was packed all the time true, 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 true. man Baton Rouge really do be having a lot of coffee shops I was gonna say I'm proud of us I think we have two rhino rhino and coffee on the red are the only two that I can think of and rhino like is local. in Shreveport huh like local specialty places yeah rhinos in shreveport there's two locations and then coffee on the red is in bozier i love both of them but neither even the one in bozier is just not near me like i don't ever go you know like it's yeah not close but um also post-college you don't have a ton of reasons to just go sit in a coffee shop correct <laughs> technically i guess if like i were to be getting like stir crazy at work or something like I could like go work at a coffee shop but that hasn't happened yet so there's really no you know like the only time I'd go to a coffee shop would be literally like to get coffee and leave like I'm not like hanging out at a coffee shop right 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 but yes so it was really great question I had and I can't remember what it was oh dang it I remember now but I'm sorry I interrupted you Rev was wonderful you loved it it was great I can't wait to go back Perfect. I can't wait to come visit. Second question. My second qu- It's not really a question. It's more of a thought that I wish you watched The Bachelor. And I think I've said this probably a hundred times, but we would just have so much to talk about. And I feel like our listeners and by our listeners, I mean, Victor would appreciate our commentary on The Bachelor, but you don't watch. Go ahead and say what you need to say. Um, I don't really have any concrete thoughts other than I love Matt James <laughs> and I like how normal he is. Like he's just a normal guy rather than like someone that's been on this show before, you know? Um, and I have some thoughts about the girls, but nothing crazy. And like, you're not gonna, you know, like I would love to hear your thoughts, but you don't watch. So that's it. 
that's all I have to say. I love Matt James. If you don't love Matt James, then I don't like you. Um, that's a little dramatic. Can't wait for Bachelor in Paradise. They've announced that that should be coming back this year. So excited for that. Oh, great. That's all I have. Back to you, Katie. Back to you, Katie. I got really excited because I thought you were going to have multiple things to say about Rev. And I'm like, amazing. This is what I want to talk about. Um, oh. oh, I will say the piping hot tea on the town about Rev. <laughs> okay, is what? I ordered an avocado toast. Okay. And it was $10. And I didn't even love it. <gasps> Rev, if you're listening take the pickled onions off <laughs> like that's Wait. why i didn't like it i'm being a little snobby snob okay. and like the yeah. reason- can i like can you explain what was on the avocado okay. toast so I want here's, the full here's how it happened i walk in i see these cute little girls they're sitting down they're friends they're probably love jesus they had their little avocado toast i saw the egg slice it ran over it looked delicious it came on a little aesthetically pleasing plate with some aesthetically pleasing silverware I went to the counter. I said, can I get an avocado toast? He said, regularly priced $8. I, he said, do you want an egg? I said, of course. He said, that'll be $1.50. <laughs> and then he was like, how do you want your egg cooked? Rev serves a lot of food. Didn't really realize. Like full kitchen going on, going on in the back. Oh. Sandwiches, wraps, salads, stuff like that. Whoa. I know. Didn't really realize, but like their menu has like multiple kind of like Magpie downtown vibes, like mm-hmm. how they had a whole, you know, full menu. Yeah. Um, anyway, I got the avocado toast. It looks 10 out of 10. Uh, honestly, quality of it, the thing itself, 10 out of 10. Maybe it's just me. I'm not really getting down. I also had hummus on it, which I don't know if you're familiar. People put like hummus on avocado toast these days. I never do that when I make it myself because I just forget. But I don't like hummus, so. Oh well, I love hummus. You don't like the texture? No, I don't like the taste. Okay. Anyway, pickled onion, pickled red onions. Hmm. Just wasn't feeling it. So what? It was just avocado. It was just the avocado, the egg, the hummus, and the pickled onions. Big piece of toast, hummus, avocado, onions, egg. Hmm. and probably some seasoning i picked around i ate the whole thing do not get me wrong if you're listening i ate the whole thing (laughs) um but i think it was the flavoring of the onions that i know what you're what you need to tell me (laughs) i just got a text message from our friend abby johnson Uh uh-huh it said can we all facetime in a second (laughs) so i'm gonna tell her we're recording the podcast huh we, I said we should let her on the podcast for her, for her birthday. For her birthday. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I was texting her back, but then I realized you said it because her birthday is tomorrow. I don't think she knows that we're doing this right now. Oh, she literally said, I'm going to be with Katie anyways. <laughs> like she's coming over. Um, At 1030. 1030. Well, I'm trying to like convince her to stay. Okay, question for the podcast. It's the eve of your birthday. You staying up till midnight or what? Like, do you want to celebrate at midnight? Yes. Okay. Well, like, I don't need to like have a party at midnight, but I like to stay up to midnight, especially if I'm with other people to yeah. be like, ah, oh, birthday, and then like go to sleep. Right. 
why Abby doesn't want to do that? Well, so she has a big girl job now and like she just is extremely responsible and like typically would go to bed before 10 o'clock probably. And so she just is concerned that she'll be too tired tomorrow. She stays up till midnight. Okay, Abby. Okay. <laughs> Abby, if you're listening, actually, what am I saying? You'll be listening. Um, Actually, has Abby been listening? I don't know what we just talked about for the last five minutes because I was texting <laughs> Abby back. So maybe let's cut this out the pod. Um, <laughs> this is my thoughts on people who think that, oh my gosh, if I stay up later than normal, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. That's bull. Um and like if you stayed up every single night that like too late then yeah you're gonna be you're gonna stay tired but one night like you're that's not gonna affect you that much the the next day especially when you say this is what's gonna this is what I'm doing and I'm gonna be fine with it and then I'll go to bed earlier the next night you know what I mean Sarah I'm, I'm not down with people that are like oh my gosh, I have to wake up at seven for work tomorrow. So I can't be out past 7.30 PM. No, okay. like, I don't know who told you that, but that's a big fat lie. And you're my least favorite kind of person. Okay. <laughs> Stop. These are my thoughts on what you just said. Everyone's <laughs> body is different. And if <sighs> protect their sleep cycle, this is coming from someone who doesn't have a sleep cycle. So like, I'm not, I'm not the person. I'm not even defending what you said because I'm that person. I'm defending on behalf of the people that feel like they need eight hours to function. I also think that is a lie. You could, you'll be okay. You'll make it. But if you're going to be grumpy, please go to bed. Well, here's my thing though. Here's my thing. I'm with you. I sleep a lot. I do. I sleep a lot. I sleep for at least eight hours a night, if not more. Um, but when... I'm with friends when it's the weekend and I'm maybe in visiting someone I don't get to see a lot. I am not going to be like, okay, well it's 10 PM and I need to go to sleep. If you want me to be happy tomorrow. No, no, no. no. you can survive one night and not getting a lot of sleep and then having to get up in the morning and do like, you can survive and not be grumpy. Like I don't, if it, like I said, if it was every night, then okay. Yeah. Like I get that. But once out of like a couple weeks, like, Mm, you're gonna be fine and I just I'm not down with people that are like that yeah because to me that's just obnoxious and like you can like it's a day or like oh here we go (laughs) when you're on like vacation or something and you have plans like early in the day or you're at somewhere where you have to get up early and so you're like I have to go to sleep because blah 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 whatever no, you don't. You're on vacation. And guess what? You're going to go home and you're going to sleep great when you're at home in your bed. When you're on vacation, we're going to get up and we're going to do like, no, <laughs> like stop acting like sleep is the most important thing because you, yes, you need to sleep. But once every now and then, now and then, now and again, there we go. You can function on, on little sleep for a day. Like stop acting like you're going to die like that. Oh, don't get me. Oh, Sarah is heated. Don't y'all. get me started. You, I'm started. I don't Sarah know. Sarah is started and hopefully she's finished. Cause I'm feeling <laughs> like I'm feeling a lot. <laughs> it's just honestly one of my biggest pet peeves. Sarah. Also, I would like to make a distinction. There are many types of vacationers. I, okay. 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 I already know what you're going to say is that people, some people want to relax on vacation. Some people like to do a lot on vacation. I a hundred percent agree with you. I'm talking about when you go on a vacation or you go on a trip, when you know you're going to have to do a lot. 
Yeah, that's Correct. true. I'm not saying like, oh, we're going to the beach and then I'm yelling at y'all to get up in the morning so we can, no, 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 no. I'm no, talking no, no, about, no. we have decided to go to Disney World. We have decided beforehand that we're going to wake up at 6 a.m. every day. We have decided beforehand that we're going to have dinner reservation at 10.30 p.m. the night before. And now you want to complain about it? Right. I'm not about that. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that there are people that want to go on vacation and chill. I'm down with that too. But if we decide that we're not going to chill, you can't be complaining about it later. Right. Honestly, Abby should be here because I need to call her out. When we went to Nashville, I was like, Abby, we have like 50 hours in the city. We're not sleeping. We're not going to bed. Like we got to, we have to maximize our time. And we actually did. I said the same thing in Austin. (laughs) And so it would be like 11 PM. And I'd be like, all right, what's next? What are we doing? And then she'd be like, Katie, like we need to go to sleep. And I'm like, we're not sleeping. But then we would stay up so late. And then I would not wake up. I'd be like, no, it's 930. Let me keep sleeping. And so we slept late pretty much every day. But then we still did a lot into the nighttime. It was very fun. Fun. But okay, I'm done with my rant because now I'm getting heated. All right, we're getting to the next topic, and yeah, I need I need to hear what you've been saving, but you've been forgetting. Okay, I've been thinking about this for weeks, y'all. Weeks. This has been living rent free in my head, and I just needed to come to the podcast and talk to y'all about it. So, Sarah, you're gonna be so disappointed when I start talking about this. Okay, you go to a restaurant or a store or whatever. You go to the bathroom. In every bathroom of every place like this, there's a plaque. It says, employees must must wash hands before returning to work. Correct. That is the stupidest thing to me. Like, they don't have every other rule of the job just, like, plastered around the establishment. Like, why is that there to make them do what they need to do? When, like, there are probably rules in the job that are much more important, debatably more important, <laughs> Sarah's face, much more important than washing your hands, but they're not just, like, on a list on the wall in the restaurant, you know? And it's, like, washing your hands is such a normal thing. Like, is that supposed to make me feel better that you put a plaque up that, like, makes me think the employee has their hands clean? Or, like, I'd rather it be, like, everyone should wash their hands period <laughs> like you come like we need to like it just feels outdated like why we have a sign about it and why don't we have a sign like make sure your shoe is tied so you don't trip and break the food break the food break the glasses break whatever or like this you know maybe on the inside of the kitchen <laughs> maybe on the inside of the kitchen be nice to the customers like i don't know it just seems unnecessary agree or disagree (laughs) Sarah has her hand over her face um first I can't believe that this (laughs) is what you want to talk about second I don't disagree but also like have you ever been in a restaurant kitchen like how do you know they don't have stuff plastered on the walls like that I just don't think they do but you have no concrete proof that they don't and so my argument would be maybe they do have stuff like that in the kitchen, but we just don't know because when have we been in the kitchen at walk-ons? We haven't. You know? I could get Kendall in here and she could speak on behalf of Red Lobster. Okay, well, that's one restaurant. So, I mean, I guess, but. But, like, the the place that I'm thinking of recently is I was, I was in Whole Foods. Like, come uh-huh. on, Whole Foods. It's a clean place. 
I actually, that is a good question. I truly don't know. I don't know because also y'all the airplanes be flying like crazy tonight. Something must be going on. Um, I hope something's not going on because you know, there are nuclear bombs at Barksdale. I might be dying tonight. What if we were on this podcast and all of a sudden like, I just like erupt. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) that's not funny. Wait, there are, there are nuclear bombs at what? Barksdale, the air force base here in Bossier. How do you know? Cause it's like common knowledge that there's nukes here. Cause they do training to think. No, like they're for real nukes here. (laughs) Barksdale is like really, I didn't realize how big of a deal Barksdale is. Like this Barksdale is where they like president Bush came like after nine 11 happened. They flew him to here to Bossier city, Louisiana. Interesting. Yeah. So there's nukes here. Basically if anything were to happen, like I were like everyone here would be dead, which I think should be like, you have to know before you move here. Like nobody told me before I moved here. Oh, by the way, the air force base has nukes. Um, enough of that talk. I do agree because like you said, like everyone washes their, like, even if you're not an employee, you should wash your hands. So like, why do we need a sign? I almost think it's like what you said too, of like, it's supposed to make you feel better maybe, but like, I hope everyone washes their hands when they leave the bathroom. Yeah. Like it kind of makes me feel worse that whoever invented the first sign was like, we need this. True. Very true employees must but it just doesn't say like why of all things i think we need to contact (laughs) (laughs) we're contacting i can't even say that seriously i think we need to contact every restaurant ever and just be like why do you have a sign in your bathroom that says employees must wash hands all right well that's all for today's episode we must contact every restaurant there ever was next time i go to whole foods i'm gonna be like who put this sign up and why (laughs) If you work for the Department of National Health and Safety, please, please contact. I'm sure that someone from the, is that even a thing? Department of National Health and Safety? The National Department of Food, Health, and Beverage. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. That's like when they come into your restaurant and they say, do you have uh, rats flying around? I don't think that's what it's called. But I also don't think anyone from that department is listening to our podcast. Well, they should be. Oh, yeah. We have the questions. <laughs> We're hey, after I can't them. believe that's what you hyped me up for. I knew I told you're going to be disappointed. I was severely disappointed. <laughs> okay. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Let me think if I have anything else I want to talk about. Okay. This is maybe why we should plan the podcast. The convert, the, not the conversation. The question that I get every single time, like every any person that's like, "You have a podcast," and then they'll be like, "What do you talk about?" That's what, that's what I get asked. And the next question: Do y'all plan it in advance? <laughs> plan what? No, heck no. And when someone it goes really smoothly today, I feel like it's not going as smoothly. I think that's because I got upset, <laughs> <laughs> and then you came in with a very um not hot take a cold take <laughs> cold take oh. people are going to be like but i also feel like these episodes where we're both like this sucked end up being like funny episodes yeah i mean i'm laughing okay <laughs> you know I, I can think of another episode where we both were like oh that's gonna be terrible but then i listened back to it and was like wait that was actually hilarious which one um the one where we talked about um and now I'm forgetting. I have short-term memory loss. 
I can't remember now. Great talk. Sarah, I really want to do a YouTube video where I do like a shoe tour. Oh, a YouTube video, like the one that we filmed um, nine months ago that you never edited? That no, YouTube video? No, no, not like that. <laughs> a different one. Oh. Sarah, okay. okay, someone who edits videos, call Sarah and be like, Sarah, why did you think it was a good idea to make one hour of video footage that I then needed to trim down? Okay, and then I'm going to tell that person. You can call <laughs> Katie Fisk back. Oh, now we're talking through a, a, a mediator. Now we have a mediator. Um, You can call Katie Fisk back and tell her <laughs> that you are the one. Like, you could have said, this is too much footage for me to edit. I don't want to edit this much footage. We need to do something less. But you didn't. So this is not on me. This is on you. You're right. It is on me. And I am very sorry. You're not, but that's okay. I am sorry. Like if we had, I don't know that I'm sorry, but I'm slightly regretful that mm. we don't have this hilarious video to just click on on my YouTube channel. True. Um, didn't I? Didn't I tell you the po- podcast? If you're faithful to the podcast, I'm pretty sure in one episode I was like, I'm gonna do it over winter break. Wow. That- and then winter break came along, and I did not open my laptop once. Oh. Like wow. for anything. I was like, oh, I should probably open this crusty girl. Okay, not crusty. <laughs> oh. Uh, so anyway, uh, would y'all watch me talk about my shoe collection? Probably not. I think it would be so interesting. <laughs> I would watch someone else talk about their shoe collection. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's like, you know what video I loved of Lil Honey's? His closet tour? Yeah, I thought that was so fun. Yeah, I love that. I, I watch a lot of like closed videos though. That's why I think it's interesting. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Okay. Lil Huddy, since we loved your video so much, make sure to show Katie's video some love too. Thank you, Lil Huddy. What would you do if Lil Huddy commented on your YouTube video of your shoes? <laughs> I would immediately start hit record on the podcast. And say what? And be like, y'all, finally. This has happened. You know, okay, can we talk for one second about the BFFs podcast with Josh Richards and Dave Portnoy? Sure. Do you know who those people are? Yeah. Did you know they have a podcast? Yeah, we've talked about it before. This guy, is he from... So, mm, give me give me a brief overview. <laughs> of what? The podcast? Who that, that old guy is? Dave Portnoy. Um, that old guy is the founder, and I guess he's the CEO now, I don't really know, of owner of Barstool. That's what, okay, that's what I thought. I just don't want to be wrong. Yeah, of Barstool. And so him and Josh Richards, this TikToker, have a podcast. It's actually very interesting. Do I agree with everything they say? No. But it's fascinating because they get all of these, like, polarizing people to come on the podcast to, like, stir things up. Like, this last week, they had Perez Hilton on. And the week before, they had Trisha Paytas. Oh, gee. And, like, they just keep – it's, like, hilarious. And also, so, you know, Josh Richards and Bryce Hall – are like besties right well Dave Portnoy and Bryce Hall have all this beef because Dave like said something about Bryce and all of a sudden so and Bryce was like all whiny about it and so it's hilarious because in every episode Dave is like I hate Bryce Hall like he's so soft like he's got us grow up and Josh is like uh let's not talk about it and they have people like Perez and Hilton and Trisha Paytas on it's hilarious and do you know who Brianna Chicken Fry is? Mm-mm. 
Oh, she's like, she works for Barstool, but she's like pretty popular on TikTok. She's also part of it. She like helps put things together, like games and stuff together for them to play. She's also very funny. And I feel like it would be hilarious to be on their podcast. Will we ever be on their podcast? No, because who are we? Um, but, and also that might not be the best look for us, <laughs> but it would be hilarious. Yeah. I remember you telling me about that when you first started listening to it were you telling me something about like they were talking about like the business side of things like the financial side of like how you how they make money on tiktok and stuff no bryce hall was doing that on on it on his on his own tiktok i mean podcast everyone has a podcast these days correct i don't listen to bryce hall's because it's very business um but i want to say i saw a clip from bryce's where they talked about how they make their money and stuff but Mm -hmm. um it's fascinating fascinating i also this is what i wanted to talk about earlier so i listen to david dobrik's podcast right of course my favorite thing is when they like someone obviously did not listen to the podcast after they edited it (laughs) so like today i'm listening and they like ran an ad that david you know read and they played it twice like the same exact ad like twice and i was like who do i need to tell about this (laughs) Who should I call? <laughs> but I was just like, I love that. Like that they, you know, like, I don't know. It's just fun. That they made an error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking and that of no that, one caught it. Right. Oh my gosh. I was reading a book the other day. Yeah, that's right. Katie reading a book. Interesting. And by the other day, I mean like the first week of the year. Um <laughs> That kind of was the other day. Anyway, this book, blah, 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 September 31st. I'm staring at the date and I'm like, that's not a day. Like there are 30 days in the month of September. So I go to my calendar app and I'm like, am I crazy? Not crazy. This book, these people really were like September 31st, 19, whatever. And I was like, throw the whole book away. Invalid. (laughs) Wait, I'm dead. What book was it? This book that I, I think I talked about like on the one where we were talking about our book readings um home sweet Rome, this like story oh, of these guys yeah. guys it's like him and his wife and the date is like the day that like they started dating or something and i'm like what <laughs> i'm hoping it's an inside joke hopefully like i was I- gonna ask you have you read anymore because last week we talked about our reading i'm gonna guess the by the face that you just made, made that you have not read i have read a little bit more of the pursuit of god Okay. Maybe like a single chapter. Okay. Um. Other than that, no. Okay. But I will say my whole being off of social media thing on my phone is going very well. Nice. I really love it. I feel such like a free bird person. Wow. I, I'm not very surprised that. Well, here, here's what's happening. During the day, I'm not on social media at all. And so at night, when I'm in my bed, I'm like, okay, where's my iPad at? Let me look at the gram. And so then I'm reading because during the day, I'm busy and I'm doing things. I see. And so if it was like before school started, I wasn't busy during the day. So I could look at Instagram and then like read at night. Yeah. But now I just need to train myself to read at night. Yeah. Which would put me to bed instantly. (laughs) Okay. Um, before I forget to say this, you made me think of this. One of my favorite small joys in life mm-hmm. when you buy a box or a bag or whatever of pasta. 
mm-hmm. and they have a different shaped pasta in the bag I'm literally obsessed with that like for example you have bow tie bag of pasta and there's like a panay one in there I've never had that happen to me that's oh my goodness it's my favorite thing in life wait that's I'm about to go buy like a million boxes of pasta just to try and find like an odd one out you really should it's so satisfying I'm like that's so fun it's like a little golden snitch that is really cool I've never had that happen to me I feel like it's happened to me multiple times I don't really buy pasta a lot though and if I do it's like spaghetti you know yeah you are Harry Potter. I am Harry Potter. I was going to say, I am still reading. I finished the book I talked about last week, and I'm now on my fourth book of January. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Do you have, did we say, did you have a number list? I mean, a number that you want to achieve by the end of the year? No, I thought about setting a goal, but then I was like, I'm probably going to disappoint myself. So <laughs> I'm just going to like keep reading. And I feel like every year when I do set a goal, I read like zero books or I read like five books. So I'm going to just try and like just keep reading and not worry about a number. Yeah. See how that goes. But like I'm almost done with book number four and it's a trilogy. So I'm about to like speed read five and six. So doing a lot. We'll see. That's amazing. We shall see. But yeah, also still working out, you know. Fitness goals. Doing the things. 8 a.m. wake up, still doing it. Amazing. Mostly been consistent with my wake up time. Okay, okay. The days that I haven't woken up, it's been a conscious like, it's Friday. I'm going to sleep till 10. Yeah. Not like a, oops, I slept till 10. Yeah. Today... I was like, Ugh, I'm so cozy. Yeah. We also, you also had a busy weekend. I did have a busy weekend. And I think my body was like, just chill. Um, and on Tuesdays, I don't have anything to do until we record the podcast. Yeah. Um, so that's actually on my to-do list is to schedule something to do on Tuesday mornings. Wait, I'm dead. Um, so I bet I can wake up and do something. I should do my like my asynchronous classes. I was just about to say, like, don't you have schoolwork you could be doing? LOL. Not really. Um, like, I do have it, but not. That doesn't sound like it was it would be something that would work out for me. Oh, OK. <laughs> See, it's funny because like when I was in college, especially in my last year of college, I like like I said before, I would not thrive in this online learning ex- experience. But I like any chance I got where I did not have to be somewhere in the morning, I would just sleep until there was, I had to get up, you know, like there was no, like, I'm going to try and wake up every morning at that. Nope. Like not just not, it's not happening. It's not happening. Basically. Yeah. It's yeah. It's super hard for me to wake up like with nothing to do. Cause like I said, maybe I didn't say this. I've been telling people this, like, I like to wake up and leave the house. Like, I'm not a very, like, slow morning type of person. Like, I don't yeah. even want to drink anything. Like, just get me on out of the house and I want to go do something. Yeah. So, me, like, waking up to, like, read in the morning, like, I will go back to sleep in an instant. Like, that is not even something that is remotely possible. Yeah. See, I feel like the only reason I've been able to, which, okay, okay, okay. okay. So I was listening to this podcast with Annie F. Downs and Mark Batterson. He's a pastor and author. I don't know if you've ever heard of the book Circle Maker, but that's like his big book. Yeah, maybe. He just came out with a new book called Win the Day, I think. And it's like seven habits to like make your days, whatever. I don't know. And so on the podcast, he was talking about how like layering or like stacking habits um, 
like makes you like do things more. And so his example was that every day he were his church is in DC. And so he like works like near the Capitol, like somewhere like in downtown, like, you know, somewhere important in DC is like where his office is. Mm-hmm. And he was like, every day I get to go to the office. I walk downstairs to the coffee shop. I get coffee. I go upstairs and I read my Bible. And he was like, and so that's a stacked routine where like getting the coffee and reading the Bible go together. And that's literally what I'm doing. And I think that's why I've been so successful is that every morning when I wake up, I go make the coffee and then I go sit on my couch and I pull out my Bible and my journal and like do that, you know, like, yeah, it's not just like a one thing, but it's two things. No, I've heard of that. And so to like break it, I would have to be not doing two things, you know, like. Right. Because like if I were to not make my coffee, then it's a lot easier for me to not read the Bible. But if I'm going to make the coffee, okay, well, that now what I what do I do? I go sit on the couch and I open my Bible, you know, like. Yes. Okay. So I thought interesting. That was, yeah. I thought that was so interesting. That's what I, that's what I was doing. But then hearing him talk about it, I was like, this makes sense. Like. I've had the same reaction right now. Like I do that in my life. I just don't know what it's called. (laughs) So like, I'll like walk and pray. Like every time I go outside, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pray. But then it's like, I want to walk, but then it always goes together. So I'm like, he talks about that, that he does that as well. That's what circle maker is it called now? I'm like thinking that's not what it's called. That's what the book is about is about how he has walked, literally walked his whole life and that he prays. That's what he does when he walks. And so, Oh, I want to read that. Yeah. Um, I have not read the book. I'm pretty sure it's on my shelf. Like I have a million other books, (laughs) but that's like the premise of the book. And, Mm um, I just thought that was so interesting of like, that's exactly why I think I've been successful and getting up in the morning is that I'm getting up making coffee, sitting down on the couch, you know? Very, very interesting. The flip side of that is like, if I don't wake up and go to the kitchen table, I do not read my Bible and there's no other like margin or like I haven't set aside like a backup plan basically for me to be like, okay, if I don't read in the morning, I'm just not going to read for that day. And I'm trying to break that also because it's like, just because I sleep 30 extra minutes doesn't mean I shouldn't read my Bible today. (laughs) Yeah. So I've tried to have like kind of a backup plan for that, but yeah. it's not the worst. It's it's doable. Yeah. Um, Katie, I'd love to know, did you finish first Corinthians? I sure did. Are you on to second Corinthians or are you reading something else now? So I don't think I said this on the podcast, but I Oh yeah. Oh, that was off the podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, we were talking about how we're going into the old testament. And can I say I'm having a horrible time? <laughs> Tell me what you're reading in the Old Testament. Well, I'm reading Leviticus. (laughs) Okay, here's my number one question. Why in the heck are you reading Leviticus? Like, why did you start with Leviticus? (laughs) Because I've read through Genesis and Exodus so many times being like, okay, I'm going to read the Old Testament. And so now I'm just like kind of like putting my knuckle to the whatever and just being like, I'm just going to get through it. And I am aware that Leviticus is not the most exciting book in the Bible. Um... But when am I ever going to read it if I don't read it now? I mean, I guess I, I see your logic here, but I also think you could have started somewhere else. Tip for anyone, tip for myself and tip for anyone trying to read the Bible. It's okay to like make it easier for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I had to learn. Um me this morning it's okay to not read this book of the bible like I can read something else but also like 
I don't know, put it together. So like I read a psalm this morning. I was like, let me warm myself up. Yep. <laughs> and then once I'm more awake to consume Leviticus, let me do yep. that. Um, I'm not gonna be unrealistic with my expectations by reading the Old Testament from cover to cover. Like yep. I probably will bounce around, but I'm all, I'm on like chapter eight and it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. I was literally going to say, pair it with new Testament or pair it with Psalms or pair it with Proverbs or whatever. Yeah. Like, because you have to, yeah. Cause sometimes reading through Leviticus is not going to be the most stimulating, um, thing. I'm still trucking my way through Isaiah. Okay. How's it going? I'm on Isaiah. I'm like Isaiah 40, 45 ish, 46 ish. It's going, it's going. It started off rough because the beginning is lots of like, this is what God is going to do to the nations and destroy uh-huh. them. Um, but I'm getting more into like hope and the restoration of Israel and yeah. Jesus being born. Um, and so I, I have a commentary that I like to read. Um, it's the, I think it's the CSB Bible and it's Tony Evans commentary. Yeah. And he has little videos that like go with each book of him, like <laughs> promoing each book of the Bible, basically. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to watch the Isaiah video. And when he spoke about it, I was like, okay, maybe I should start watching these videos and reading more, like some commentary along with my reading. But he talked about how the book of Isaiah is really all about doing things now that are going to better prepare you for later. Interesting. And how God telling um, his people and telling these nations, like all these bad things about to be happening. But guess what? Later on, I've got the best thing coming. And like, I have to prepare you now for what is coming later. Interesting. And that's how. And so I was like, okay, I could get behind this now. Not that <laughs> yeah, I, you know. Makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, what was it today that I read? I remember like, also a problem though, is I read in the morning and then I'm like, what did I read this morning? Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a specific part that I read that I remember thinking like about and like, I feel so terrible now that I can't remember what it was. It's fine. Let me tell you, I was just talking to Nicole and she's reading this book. You, you remember? No, keep talking. Oh, keep talking. She's reading this book called Sinners in the Hands of a Loving God. And it's about like the just tension or contrast of like God being like this wrathful, like scary, powerful you know god like that but then jesus yeah. being like all loving and kind and just like that and like obviously the character of god is unchanging and so how can we reconcile both and it reminded yeah. me of what we were talking about because you being like how is god destroying everyone and also simultaneously perfect and loving mm-hmm. um but which also reminds me of <laughs> I was telling Nicole, my morning routine is I wake up, I watch the Bible Project video on the book of Job, and uh-huh. then I start my day. <laughs> and, like, I just love that video. It's really cool. It's, like, all about God just being just. And that was the other thing I was going to say, watching the Bible Project videos on books before and after and during while I'm reading them helps so much. Yeah. I think, too, that's important 
okay, why that, that sounds like we're on like a, that's important for people to hear. That sounds so like Annie F downs of me, but that's true where I feel like sometimes people think like I have to read my Bible and like, that's it. And it's like, yes, the word of God is enough for you. Like we don't need anything more than the word of God, Mm -hmm. but also we should not be ashamed to look to resources to help us better understand things, you know, like, especially when it comes to context and history and just like things like that, even like language, because the Bible that we read is different than the original language because it's been translated so many times. And so it's not a bad thing to use other resources. I am not saying the word of God is not enough for us because it very much is, but it's not bad to be using other resources. Yeah, it's not only is it not bad, but I also think it is like a step of humility to be like, this is a lot and I need external resources. I'm no scholar. Like this stuff is deep and what's the word I was looking for? Just like dense is the word I was looking Mm -hmm. for. Um, And even to take it to the next level of like, okay, I'm going to read a commentary and like kind of consider that to be like studying what I'm reading and gaining, trying to gain a more full understanding of it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I think noting that the commentary or the videos or whatever is not taking place of the word. Yeah. It is just further enhancing it. I found um, what I was talking about. Okay. (laughs) No. So this is what it was. And this is a verse that like everybody knows, right? Like when I read this, this is not, did we just turn into like, are we preaching right now? Um, Welcome back to Seriously Church with Katie and Sarah. So in Isaiah 43, and you're, as soon as I start saying the verse, you're going to be like, yeah, of course, this is like the classic hurricane verse. Um, do not be afraid for I have ransomed you. I've called you by name. You're mine. When you, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. And what I'm about to tell you is not revolutionary, but it was revolutionary to me this morning. I was like, he does not say if you go through deep waters or if you go through rivers of difficulty, or if you walk through the fire of oppression, he says, when, God says, when you be going through that, not if, when, meaning it's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't know why I was just like, Phew. no, I like, obviously like we know that, but when you read it and you're like, okay, these were the words he chose to say. And God does not just say things like mm-hmm. he means what he says. And he did not say if like, he tells you when this happens and he's telling the people of Israel, as he also is telling them, like, I'm going to do all these bad things that I have to kind of thing. So when you go through these things and then later on in the chapter, he is talking about all these things that are going to happen about sending an army and all this stuff. And then says, talks about splitting the red sea, like these great things that God has done, these incredible things that we still talk about now. And then he says, but forget all that. And I literally was like, not just forget it. What do you mean? And he says, it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Uh, okay, God, just drop the mic, won't you? Like, <laughs> I think I lost you, Katie. I can't hear you. <gasps> Was it off? No, not the whole time. Oh, am I back? Yeah, now you're back. But yeah, I just remember I literally after because he's like talking about all these things that he did and like all this great stuff. And then forget all that. Just forget it. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. 
I love when you're reading the Bible and it becomes very evident the word choice that is there. And it's mm-hmm. like, he didn't say this, he said this. Yep. And it's like, you know, it wasn't on accident. And that's so cool. Yep. I love that we just became a Bible podcast. <laughs> Seriously, everyone read the Bible. True. But I just like remember this morning, I literally was sitting, like, I was sitting with my coffee, just like, just I, I had no words because I'm like this isn't revolutionary right like this isn't like craziness mm-hmm. but something about it this morning I was just like man but you know what forget all that it's nothing you want to hear my revelation from Leviticus I would love to <laughs> it's not a joke okay so basically I'm reading all about like this is about to... this is about to be the most this... hello okay i can hear you now okay i need to quit touching it um yeah maybe stop touching okay great the grain offering the sin offering the fellowship offering the burnt offering all these things these people these poor people are having to do these like extremely religious very uh, intense specific tasks to cover their sin and like be able to be right with god we know this it's just crazy like the way we take jesus for granted basically (laughs) like we just will will never know what it's like to live before jesus's sacrifice and so reading about it is like if we lived in a time where i had to physically do all these things to like cover for the sin of my day i would be exhausted (laughs) that would Mm -hmm. be so much and also we really wouldn't be sleeping we really would not be sleeping we would have no hours of sleep literally impossible (laughs) literally impossible and just like this never-ending exhausting cycle of trying to like i guess not really like repentance i guess it is but um covering Mm -hmm. and so just reading it i'm like jesus the final sacrifice really paid it all really covered everything which kind of blows my mind yeah (laughs) us in day correct and i feel the same way about reading isaiah because he it's like similar things where Isaiah is having to tell the people like God's going to have to do these things because he's a just God and there's nothing he can do about being just and you've sucked. So he's going to have to do these things because you don't have Jesus yet. You know, like that's basically what, you know, what, what is yeah. happening. And um, I had a student ask me on Sunday, she said, um, we were doing confirmation. So we're talking about right now, we're talking about God doing the Trinity separately and then together. Mm-hmm. And she said, and like, this was a genuine question, right? Like she's not being like, we're like, we're having genuine conversation. And she goes, Sarah, like, how would our lives be different if we didn't have Jesus? And I was like, well, a great question. Fantastic question. And then, you know, we talked. Yeah. But I was like, that's a very simple question, but extremely like profound. our lives would be very different. It, it, yeah. Also extremely profound that this sixth grader is like, you know, Sarah, like, wow, how would my life really be different if I didn't have Jesus? And that was a serious, you know, like serious question that she had. And it's just crazy. And I also think though, people that would say like, oh, those are silly questions or like, oh, of course that's what they had to do or like, whatever you need to take a, take a step back and, and realize the weight of what Jesus did for us every single day. We should be in awe and amazement and wonder in what 
Jesus did for us and it shouldn't become a thing that we're just like, oh yeah, whatever, Jesus died for our sins. Um, okay. <laughs> Pastor so those are my thoughts on that. Cause I think there's, there's a culture in Christianity that feels like, oh, that's so beneath, you know, like, oh, my theology is so much more, you know, like I, I know so many more things. Okay. None of it really matters except, I mean, it matters. Don't take me out of context there and be like, <laughs> there's none of matters. But like, we should never be desensitized to the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> Amen. That reminds me your precious students question this past Easter. I really wanted to like make a list of like the very like evident things of like me before Christ and me after Christ. And like, that's cool. In a sense, like my death and resurrection of like knowing Jesus and accepting him into my life and like, yeah how much it really did change everything i like yeah. pondered it but i never like actually made the list but this year i'm making a whole list that's cool that's really cool it's crazy i should make a list to- tomorrow like it doesn't- i don't need to wait for easter but it just is cool that's like true. visualizing and like making it tangible the death and, res- death and resurrection of jesus in my own life and i yeah. think it's interesting when people like for me it's very clear like I got saved when I was 18 to like living for so long without you know wanting to like live in the will of God I made a plethora of decisions that hurt me and so it's like being able to and now like four-ish years later it's like okay I've lived enough life on both sides Mm -hmm. to see how crazy and different it is yeah um and just how God really like does change everything. True. Man, well, everyone, thanks for coming to church today. Um, <laughs> don't forget sign ups for the meal train in the back. Not the meal train. Um, <laughs> life group. Who are you gonna call at 3 a.m.? <laughs> I'm dead. Wow, that was good. Great. I'll Man, we'll is that gonna be my is that gonna be my uh, life takeaway? Uh, we got what? more devotional life takeaways. <laughs> I'm dead. Maybe um maybe this will be what I talk about on Sunday night at youth. Whoop whoop. No, I already have my Devo written for this weekend, so Wow. It is only Tuesday. Correct. It's only because we had to cancel youth on the snow day and we're doing that youth this Sunday. So what are you gonna do when your students start listening to our podcast? <gasps> They're not going to. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe they already do. If you're listening, Annabelle, Evan, Trip, Caitlin. I probably shouldn't be saying their names on this podcast. <laughs> little little baby icons. True. Love those guys. Um, all right, guys. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. It's been wow. seriously fun. <gasps> See no. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of like that we were on here for a while. It's Okay, last time, you're welcome. We accidentally made the podcast short. <laughs> okay, I remember when we, like, ended the last one, and I remember thinking, like, this one's going to be kind of short, and I was correct. Oh, I didn't think that. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for joining us. That was horrendous. <gasps> Happy birthday, Abby. Oh, yeah. Happy birth. Happy. Wait, how's the song go? Um... (laughs) 
Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Goodbye, everyone. See you next Got week. Got my driver's license last week. <laughs> okay. Cut that out.